Um, podcast. What's up? What's up, everybody? It's another episode of Fries with Vinny. Another, another wonderful episode of Fries with Vinny. And uh, yeah, this is this is an exciting week, guys. Because um, yeah. Uh, not only is this the uh, this is the first episode. Well, not the first episode. This is the uh first official video episode because I've discovered a new uh, a new way to record a podcast but also it's exciting because finally uh, your boy is once again a dad i mean i was already a dad i've, I've a, i'll still be a dad like it's too late for me <laughs> basically what i'm saying i've you if even if you even if you knock off one of my kids i got another one so there's no way to stop me from being a dad the world the world is one step closer to being destroyed because vinny has another kid that's right, my friends. Last Tuesday, the eighteenth, uh, my second child was born, and um, I'm gonna be honest, guys. Um, I am feeling fatigued because I have not, I have not at all recovered from this one. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's not like I'm. I was not the one hit hardest by this, by any means. I I was just, you know, I. I was just there, you know? I mean, granted, granted, I have only, you know, had a, a maybe a solid 10 hours of sleep this whole week ever since. Um, but nonetheless, I would just like to, uh, I would just like to preface this by saying that, um, yeah, I am not the one that had my nether regions stretch wide enough to get a big old baby boy out of my pussy that was not my that was not my uh it's not my job it's not my that's not the that's not the role i played in this i just i just i just busted a big old nut nine months ago and and now here we are here we are nine months later and i've got another kid really i I should be more careful about that you know this is just starting to be a problem not gonna lie i was um my uh my old friend uh, Cyanice on Twitch. I was popping in on a couple of his streams this week while I was home. Uh, you know, showing my support for the for the for the troops. Gotta 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 support these troops. Um, and uh, yeah, I was he was he was he was asking about because I had I told him via the chat that I'd had a uh, that I had a second kid, and he was like, "Holy crap, dude! Holy fuck, you're dead!" And he's just like, "Yeah, I'm." A, he's just like, "Do you think you're gonna have more?" And I was like, "Fuck." I don't, I don't know, cause I, I know Jana wants more. I get that, and I don't want to like put my foot down yet. But at the same time, you know, it's just like, man, two babies is really hard. I don't, I, 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 I want to make sure I'm there for my kids while they're growing up. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be like, sorry, kids, I am, <laughs> I have died because between going back to school and taking care of a baby, I don't got time for you older kids. You know, and, and that's what that's what I kind of kind of said in the chat at that time. I was just like, I don't want to be st- I don't want to spread too thin. Cause, damn, dude. Like, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, like there's definitely there's, there's a limit somewhere in there, you know, but I don't know where necessarily the uh, the straw that breaks the camel's back is. I don't know how many kids is too many kids and i maybe maybe that's maybe that's not a uh it's not maybe that's not a concrete number anyway you know maybe uh 
maybe it's just like it depends on how how what kind of life you live you know i mean if you got two parents at home you could take care of all kinds of kids but most people don't have that luxury most people can't even have one parent at home i'm we're like we're lucky in that regards granted i mean i mean fuck dude i don't i don't fucking know how i would even work because like uh uh, how would how would i possibly how would how would we possibly like afford to pay for daycare for two kids now you know two little kids i mean you know you know i i not only do i like it better this way because surprise surprise i actually kind of want to i kind of want to i kind of want us to be the ones that raise our kids you know i don't want to only see them for a couple hours in the evening every day uh and you know i mean it's the same thing as like homeschooling it's like how do i how do i keep these kids from uh being as fucked up as i am like how do i how do i stop that how do i do it how do i do it guys let me know in the comments how to not fuck up (laughs) how do i keep my how do i keep them from having the same problems i have Cause I I know I know you guys are just like oh Vinny you're not you're not messed up. you don't you guys don't know me you don't know me all you know is this facade that I put on for the podcast and for live streams and um and don't get me wrong I come out every now and then and try to be as honest as I possibly can but like I feel like there's this there's always this major disconnect of like you know you know, your, your deepest, darkest thoughts. And maybe that's normal. That's normal. Ain't it Norman? Um, but, uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, uh, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to freaking uh, make my, make my kids not be able to like function around a lot of other people, but maybe, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Maybe I was just born broken, you know, maybe that's why I could never make friends, you know? Maybe it's just like uh maybe it's just like a in ingrown thing, you know? Maybe it had nothing to do with how it was raised. Maybe I would maybe I'd be fucked up no matter what I did. But anyway. How are you guys doing? Hope you guys made it through the week and that you're feeling more rested up than I am because gosh dang it, I am um I am I am tired, man. I am freaking tired. I don't uh I feel a little weird too. Because, like, this is only the second time that I've done, like, a video version of a podcast. Which, hopefully, this turns out right. If you're not, if you're seeing the video on YouTube, congratulations. I'm, I'm, I'm making eye contact with the camera right now. I'm trying my best to just not acknowledge it. Because I would really, I, I really, I try my best to forget the camera, you know? Like, this is really an audio medium. I don't, and, but this, what I, what I figured out, basically... This thing called Zencaster, right? It 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 essentially you can uh, you can you can video chat with people, but instead of recording your screen and the audio that comes through your computer, it will uh, it'll record on their end. It'll record a little file in their cache on their browser, and uh, and I was like, holy fuck, that's incredible! Because like that's always been my problem with these, is that I needed. I need that high quality. I want that high quality crisp audio. Unfortunately, most of the people I want to have on this podcast are people like me who do this kind of shit all the time. You know, this kind of stuff where they're like, you know, they've got the good, they got the good audio stuff. So, you know, unlike a lot of like, you know, back in the day, I might interview someone via Skype and they're using their webcam. They were using their webcam as a microphone and it didn't sound good once it came through Skype. 
but now um, with this, it'll uh, it'll run the video through my my uh, through my computer at 240p quality on the video, and you know it'll do its best to keep my uh, to keep my keep my audio and video going fast so that we can have a normal conversation. But then once it's said and done, it sounds like we were recorded in studio, and I know a lot of people that do the same thing. Ah, uh, sorry, I need to. I'm sick of sip of beer here. I've not been taking care of myself, guys. I've not been doing good. I, uh, I really, uh, I don't know, man. I guess I just, I need, uh, I need something. I don't know what. I need, I need, I need, I need a, I need a life coach is what I need. I don't want to pay one of those assholes because fuck those guys. But like, at the same time, like, man, I wish I had, I wish I had as good of a regimen as I do with work, right? Because like, if for my normal life, it was just like, sorry, from, you know, from nine to five, I'm unavailable. I've got to go work and I got to go do stuff or, you know, at home. Hey, you know, you got to take your time to study for this exam or whatever, or, you know, make sure you take care of your, your tools or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever field you happen to be in. We all, we all deal with that where it's just like, Hey, there's things we have to do for our job. And we do that stuff. So why do I have such a problem doing little things that would like, make me not feel like shit all the time. Like, why don't I just like drink enough water? Why is it that I drink coffee first thing in the morning? Why don't I drink water? I don't know. And that's a common problem. It's not like I'm, it's not like I'm freaking, you know, uh, and this, this, it's not like I'm some, some uh, weird relic of humanity. Like, holy shit. Look at that boy. He doesn't know. He doesn't, he has a hard time with self-discipline and making himself take care of himself and drink water and stuff. You know what the real problem is? You know what the real problem is, guys? I hold myself to too high of a standard and then feel bad for not meeting it. And so in order to meet that standard, I uh, let things slide, which I shouldn't. You know, it's just like this whole week. I was like, I was like, okay, let me, let me just like try to rest up and, you know, exercise and just, just get my, get myself, you know, make sure I keep myself healthy because I'm not going to get a lot of, I'm not, it's going to be hard to get rest this week. So take naps and stuff. Did I do that? Of course I didn't do that. Of course I didn't do that. Why would I? Instead, every day, every day, I sleep in because I feel like garbage from the night before. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't. I got I to gotta make up for all this time I wasted and clean the whole house. And, you know, I got to pick up the yard and clean out the garage and everything because I got a week off. You know, and I in that week off should just be for recovery. Because, like, I'm, I'm a, I was a little bit more involved than some dads. Let's just... We'll leave it at that. You know, I don't want to give the impression that I think I'm better than you, even though obviously I am. Of course, I'm better than you. What are you thinking? But um, it occurs to me, I don't. Uh, I don't know what um, I don't I don't know what uh, Zencaster is using. As my microphone. Uh, Which one is it using? OK, it's using the focus right yeah that should be right okay let me manage those just to make sure yeah 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 um which cameras how do i adjust that uh i don't know what i'm doing guys i just i just want to make sure i just want to be sure that it's not it's not recording i mean we'll see i'll tap it did it do it? I think it looks like 
It looks like the audio had a little bit of a hit on it. So I think that's right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. What am I doing? What am I doing? I just want to make sure it's working right. I'm scared because I don't want to. I don't want to find out that all this work was for nothing. I'll embarrass myself by saying that I'm doing a. I'm doing a video podcast when I'm in fact not. I also should probably not open up that tab too much unless I'm interviewing somebody. Unless we're having like a a guest on the podcast, I don't think it's a good idea. What I'd love to do is like use Discord as a call-in, uh, a way you do like a call-in show, because I've been listening to a lot of like. Uh, you know, those, you know, radio comedians that switch to podcasting and use that. Like uh, Tom Sharpling's a big one. Mark Marin kind of does a similar thing. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to, I think it'd be cool to have a like, you know, call-in show every now and then. It didn't have, it wouldn't have to be every episode. Or maybe I could do like one call every episode. Gosh, can you imagine that? And end up being like a two-hour podcast every time, at least. Maybe even like three hours. Some of those are really long, you know. Which my voice has been doing better. Ever since starting this podcast, I have improved quite a bit. And um Yeah, it's uh it's good to um it's good to be improving in that regard. But um yeah, I don't I don't I don't know, dude. I just Man Man, 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 man. I am I am off my game today. I'm I'm off my game a little bit. It's uh I guess it's just it's part of the, it's part of the gig. It's part of the gig. Uh, you know, if if I don't if I don't force myself to do this every week, I'll fall off. You know, it's the same reason that I can't do Twitch very well. That's another thing I want to do this week. I kept being like, I have a drive to do live stream. I want to do live stream this week. You know, probably because I was watching a lot of live streamers because you know I had the week off, so I was just like, oh, I could I could do a couple streams this week. That's another thing you gotta do it regularly. But regularly, I'm used to regular, meaning like every week. Like YouTube and Twitch have just changed the game to where like it's no longer enough to do things every week. You got to do them, you know, a couple, you know, every other day or, you know, a couple times a week at least. And I just, man, I am, I'm feeling like, I don't, I don't know. I think maybe the, maybe part of the problem is, and like, I'm sure there are a lot of those of you who uh, might, might, uh, might relate to this is that um when it comes to what i let slide it's always almost always the things that i actually want to do you know like there's there's what i need to do there's what i ought to do and finally there's what i want to do and usually you know sometimes i'll do something i want instead of something i ought you know but i almost never let things i need to do slide and like i don't think that's bad but um, it would be it would be really nice if I uh if I just man I don't I don't because you gotta make room for stuff one way or another and man I just man it sucks um yeah um yeah I I just uh damn dude damn dude I feel fatigued um and now I lost my train of thought. See, this is what happens. This is what happens. Oh, and I should mention, since this is a video, this is the video podcast. Can see me clearly sipping my beer, and I've already said it. I'll just come out right now. Uh, your boy failed. Your boy failed. Dry January. I'm sorry. I made it. I did pretty good. I did pretty good. It was like the evening of the 18th, and I was, you know, but I, for the last couple of days, it's just it hit me really hard. You know, the first couple of weeks, I was fine. 
But after that, it was just like, I'm drinking too much caffeine. I need something to offset this. And like I said, I don't want to use alcohol as a crutch. But at the same time, with the way this week has been, I needed something to like, you know, kind of ease ease me out in the evenings. And yes, I've still been doing pretty responsible, right? Like I've been taking care of two kids while also studying for my journeyman exam, which is hopefully coming up soon. I submitted my application. I heard back from them. They were just like, we'll, we thanks. We'll get, we'll get this. We'll get this processed as soon as possible. It's like, okay, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Somebody tell me. Somebody tell me what that means. Like, I, and like, if there's a problem, I'd have heard back, right? Thank you for your application. We will get this process as soon as possible. Secretary, South Dakota Electrical Commission, Department of Labor, in Pierre. That's a problem. They live in Pierre. Bunch of freaking losers. <laughs> Can you imagine somebody living in Pierre is listening? They're like, what the fuck? Finny just called me a loser. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, guys. I think we need I think we need to move on to mail time. Cause like I'm just my I'm, I'm, my brain is nowhere. My brain is nowhere. Most weeks I have something I want to talk about on the podcast in one way, one degree or another. This week I'm just like, yeah. And another another reason why I am grateful that I am somewhat grateful that I failed dry January is that I think the last few episodes of the podcast have shown that I need some kind of I I, I need something to freaking slow my brain down a little bit and stop me from being, you know, so random and losing track of stuff. I'm going to listen back to the last episode of the podcast and I start talking about milk and like drinking milk and the question of whether or not it's a good idea. Did I get into that topic? No, because I, I went off on a tangent about something else, Twitter or some shit. I don't, I don't fucking know. And, you know, that's, that's part of what caffeine does to me. It's crazy, man. Um, anywho, 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 I gotta, I gotta get more videos done, man. I gotta do more videos. I got some that are filmed. I got two still that are filmed. I need to finish editing. One, I, I, I'm hesitant because it's so long. It's a long video. Well, it's not going to be a long video. It's just a lot to edit down and I want to be good. Um, but the other one is just like, oh, that's going to be a lot of work because, uh, Freaking, yeah, it just is. It's just, it's just, it's just, and it, it doesn't sound good. It's the main problem because the audio is from my phone and I think I had my case on. So it's like, do I release this video or not? Maybe I should just be fine with it. It always sounds fine on Cooking with Vinny. I don't know why this one is a little off. I don't know if it's the angle I was at or what. But anyway, um, it's freaking, uh, Let's get into mail time, guys. So last week I introduced a segment, uh, music recommendation, or the uh, the ox cable, the ox cable. You can send those in um, to to contact at vinnyhard.com or in the comments. Um, so I'm gonna read this. This is from Gwendolyn Sargent, and uh, she sent an email, kind of like a postingy, talking about her thoughts on the album. So I wanted to read those because I thought uh, I I want I want to hear what she has to say. They have to say. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm trying to I'm trying to stop like guessing at things. But at the same time, I'm sure they're fine with it. I don't want to assume things. I don't know. Is Gwendolyn a male name or a female name? 
or is it a general neutral name? Oh, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Okay. All right, let's get into the email. Hey, Vinny, it's Gwen from the stream. Thanks for taking my music suggestions. Well, you're welcome. In fact, I'll take anyone's recommendations because uh, if there's one thing I love, it's hearing new kinds of music, even ones, especially ones that I don't like listening to very much because I think we tend to be very closed off to music we don't understand. And I think that uh, that's dumb. Uh, anyway, I chose the albums specifically based on what I've heard a few of your recommendations. Oh, shucks. I figured they wouldn't be something you typically listen to, so I'm glad you enjoyed them for the most part. And if you don't mind, I would like to comment on some of your thoughts on the albums. So here we go. This is one, one album at a time. So here we go. Blue, the color blue is an insanely creative and well-produced album centered around the musical influence that molded Blue into the artist he is now. That is, oh, I kind of figured. It's it's hard to know exactly like, the story behind an album like that because you just list the album and it's like this is a good album, but uh, you know, I don't know the whole story. How much did Blue? Usually those those usually those hip hop guys get pretty involved with their production unless they're unless they're assholes, in which case they're just like, Yo, man, make me a beat and I'll just fucking rap over it. Uh, but yeah, he sounded really cool. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I am I am a uh I'm I am a little bit of a fan of him. We'll see how it goes. I'll listen to some of his other stuff. Uh the sunlight stilted samples, like in People Call Me Blue, are common in old school hip hop boom bap. Oh hells yeah. It's really meant to complement the beat since the tracks lack the typical song structure. So blue is blending old songs, all of which includes blues thematically or even literal use of the word blues and modern jazz rap influenced to comment on today's so so societal woes. Yeah, I, f I freaking love that album. Did I say that enough? I know I said it's a really amazing album, but I don't know if I stressed enough just how much like I enjoyed that album, which, I mean, you guys know me. I'm a piano guy. And one of the biggest like influences, like one of the biggest styles that piano has had an influence on is the blues like you see those old guys playing the, playing the piano it's like boom, 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 boom. you know they're the blues they say they're, they're playing the blues that's how that's how like these older people learned to play the piano they didn't know how to play classical piano they played the blues and it's so much easier to play and that's not a bad thing i think it's i think it's a, i think it's a really fun style of music and uh, it was a really creative way of approaching a very a very otherwise dated instrument right because, like, if it hadn't been for blues, piano probably wouldn't be included in, like, a lot of, like, rock and roll music, you know? So it probably would have, like, you know, if it weren't for blues and jazz, piano probably wouldn't be that relevant today. In fact, it really isn't. Because, like, during the rock and roll revolution, you know, piano just kind of got, it kind of got faded out because people wanted to be able to be very active with their instruments. And uh, you couldn't do that when you were stuck at a piano or a keyboard. You know, that's why we got things like the guitar, which are cool. I would love to get a guitar someday. But like the reasons I love piano is the diversity that it has as an instrument. Um, and just it's 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 ability to completely, completely make up a whole like band. Right. Like you got the low end and the high end. All in all in one instrument, and it even like does percussion to an extent. So it's it's really pretty awesome. So anything that has a piano in it, I will always get really excited. Um, all right, so that was that was her thoughts on that. Ah, and uh, next up, Porter Robinson's Nurture has such an insanely positive aura about it, without feeling disingenuous. The vocal mix doesn't appeal to everyone. 
The effects applied to change Porter's pitch, I think really sweet and instantly complimentary to the glistening synth-pop instrumentation. Again, it's not for everyone, but I find vocal pitch shifting to be just another tool in an artist's kit to express themselves emotionally. Oh yeah, I mean... I mean, I don't, uh, I don't really, I don't mind auto tune and pitch shifting and all that stuff as much as I used to. Used to be like they're not real singers, but the reality is, I just can't sing for the life of me, and I, I feel jelly of people who can, and I don't know. And the other thing is like, I maybe it's a, it's an art in and of itself. Now that I've tried using auto tune in some of my songs, I realize it's not as easy as a push of a button, which is what a lot of these, you know, especially older musicians will say. It's just like, Oh, they're, they're not, they're not, they're just pushing a button and fixing their pitch. It's like, no, <laughs> engineers and producers work really hard to get auto tune and pitch shifting to sound right. It's not as easy as just applying the effect and watching your your singing improve and the reason i haven't used it on a lot of my recent tracks is just because i don't like the way it sounds for me when i do it and i i think that's purely to blame for the fact that i don't know how to do it and it's something it's another thing that i need to learn and it sucks because i was thinking about this today i was thinking about this today i know i'm, I'm getting way off topic with what this email was supposed to be talking about but I was just thinking about like all the things I want to learn and all the time it takes to do that. And I realized like, you know, a lot of people like, oh, I can't learn that. I can't learn that. You know, I always have been really good at teaching myself stuff. But now it's just like it's so hard to find time. And it's it's been like that the past fucking three, four years. It's gotten harder and harder to find time to learn new things and to try new things. That's the main reason I quit Homeschool Nerd was just because it took too much time doing that channel and I wasn't getting much in return. And I mean, I've talked about why I quit it. And now I've got a video coming out kind of talking about the end of Homeschool Nerd since it's been a since it's been a couple of years now. It seems like a good time to uh, a good time to talk about it and, you know, kind of kind of put the lid on the coffin because, I mean, people were talking about is there going to be a return of Homeschool Nerd? And I've even speculated on the podcast like, huh. Wouldn't it be fun to kind of do something about that? But I mean, I just not feeling it, man. I'm just not feeling it. I don't like that project was so fun and I love doing it and I love the people I've met. But I, I want to move my the things I do in a new direction. And I want YouTube to still be a part of that. But I don't want to lose lose touch with uh, with with the new direction that my life and art is heading. And I want to leave I want to leave room to do new things. And unfortunately, if homeschool nerd had grown enough that AI was my full-time gig, I would just be doing stuff constantly on it, you know? I would I would probably already be both working on an album and a game. Um, but yeah, uh, let's talk about the third album. Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia is a pretty bold stylistic change for Dua, and she was responsible for many of the artistic decisions made on it. See, this is what I needed to know before. I wish I'd known that because, like, I was questioning, like, was this like, oh, all this was like the producer or, you know, was it her? You know, I always I'm always afraid, especially, you know, especially these um female pop stars. They are not treated well by the industry. You know, I, there was one I forget her name. She was on Ben Folt's podcast, uh, but she was talking about on that. Uh, about like being assigned a male writing partner and he was just like you know what you know what you know what, you know what, you know what, uh <laughs> you know what girl singers really like is these songs about partying that's about a song about partying she's like i don't want to write a song about partying and, but he of course wouldn't listen because man um 
and yeah it's just like she felt really just ignored and like you know her vision of what she wanted to do didn't matter um and and you could argue that it was like well but she went on to you know to figure out ways to do what she wanted to it's like yeah but like i don't i don't know people people have been a lot more uh you know they tend to be a lot more respectful of like you know like uh like if i say oh i just don't want to do that sorry it's like oh Vinny, what if you do this i don't want to and that's that's end of story but like for a lot of like a lot of these a lot of these ladies in the pop industry it's just such a fucking such a fucking battle to do what they want um anyway okay um it's pretty bold stylist to change for dua and she was responsible for many of the artistic changes or decisions made on it sorry my lips are not doing what they should be doing um, as she was much more involved with the new funk production that's really helped popularize the genre in the modern pop sphere. A good amount of the tracks lyrics do focus on relationships, but I personally don't mind. I mean, yeah, it's just it it definitely is a thing which is just like, you know, that's what a lot of people write about. And I sometimes wonder if that's really their experience. But anyway, connecting with a person emotionally or physically is still a big part of the human experience for most people, as long as it isn't pandering anyway. I didn't love the album at first, but it did but did it did appreciate on multiple listens and now I'm a big fan. Okay. So I think that could be part of it is that I would need a few more listens to really connect with it. But um yeah, I mean I that's the thing. I, I objectively it's a fantastic album. I don't I can't argue with that. Um I just didn't enjoy it as much as the other ones. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really think, I don't really think that, uh, that's like a bad thing. I just, um, you know what? Here's the deal. I love seeing, I love seeing artists take their art in the direction they want to. Dua Lipa got to do something she wanted to do and experiment with a style she wasn't used to and people weren't used to her doing. And she, it's, it's a, it's a huge hit. Like, uh, don't, don't show up. That's 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 probably isn't that that's her biggest hit today, right? Like that's a huge song. Like this album was big enough that they even did like a uh, kind of not a remastered version, but like an extended extended album for it, you know. Which I kind of like the cover of that more because it's just it's a really pretty album cover, like her against the moon. Very nice, very nice. Um, but um, I I don't uh, I don't I don't know why I don't like certain 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 songs it's hard to say maybe maybe i was feeling more tired when i listened to it maybe i wasn't quite ready but like objectively it's a fantastic album and like all the songs on it were really well produced and were really well written and like i don't i don't know i was <laughs> i was mostly talking about the uh talking about the whole um you know uh relationship dynamic of like uh you know you know when i listen to these songs you know where it's just like Singing about how bad the people you're with are is just like maybe you should take some time alone, you know. <laughs> maybe you need to uh, maybe you need to take a break from uh, being around people. Maybe maybe dating's uh, something you need to take a break from. But at the same time, like again, uh, the search for love is such a like it's such a inherently human experience, and you know that's it's 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 something that like I've thought about a lot because of that feeling of like how do you instill how do you still how do you instill into into kids that uh that inherent like you know um sense of like self-worth and like the fact that they deserve love without making them narcissistic how do you 
how do you how do you teach them that hey you deserve to be loved but you also owe it to the person you're with to love them back and you know to be fully committed to whatever relationship you are in i, I don't i don't know i don't know cuz like w- when i look back i don't know how i ended up like i am now i think i th- cuz like no, I, my when you look at my siblings you know older and younger we're, none of us are really the same when it comes to when it comes to how we approach life, how we approach our relationships with other people, you know how we how we how we approach these kind of concepts of self love and self worth. You know, I think I think maybe I'm just naturally a realist. This is what makes me like question the idea of like uh, there even being free will, because like. I feel like I don't have any choice in the choices I make, right? Like I didn't choose to be skeptical and be, you know, want want evidence for the things I believe. That's just how I am naturally. That's why I love science. That's why I've always loved science and that's why for so long I couldn't do science was because it was just like, well, I'm asking too many questions. I got to stop myself from asking questions. How do I do that? Um by separating yourself. By separating myself from um the reality and this whole this whole hobby i'd had of you know doing science um it's just uh it's like i i don't i don't know i don't know anyway let me finish reading the email i'm sorry guys i'm sorry thanks again for listening to them i love these albums so i love sharing them with people sorry if this is a bit long but i wanted to add my two cents and if you want any more suggestions i have a ton of them you know what you know what i would love more suggestions um so yeah if you got more, if if anyone listening at all has some recommendations for the Ox Cable, feel free to send them in. Like I said, contactthevinyhard.com is the easiest way for me uh, to have these all in one place. But if you want to just leave them in the comments, I'll I'll check them out there too. You know, I don't have su- I don't have a ton of listeners right now, so uh, you know what? If if you want to just leave them in the comments, I'll find them. I'll find them. Don't worry about me. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for sending these albums in because I legitimately did love these. Um, and yeah, it's I love hearing new music, whether or not I end up loving it or not, because I think expanding your music vocabulary is a great way to improve yourself as an artist. And it's it's something that I I encourage everyone to do. If you want to be a filmmaker, don't just watch modern films. Go back to the 50s and 60s and watch those old films. Go back even to the 1920s and watch some of the first films ever made. And uh, try to try to figure out like, you know, how how this kind of storytelling process is done. If you're a musician, don't just listen to the kind of music you like making or like listening to. Listen to a whole bunch of different genres because there's something to learn everywhere and it makes your music more diverse and more interesting and uh, there's a reason there's a reason that like these successful musicians these success, successful pop stars you may accuse them of being one note but most of them if you actually like talk to them listen to the interviews with them they have very uh, they have very a bunch of interesting takes on stuff you know um you know there a lot of them are very unique people it is not to be listened to because they're you know they they're not just they're not just they're not just there for show a lot of them a lot of them have had you know they've had a lot of these people are older a lot of these pop stars are older than i am way older you know and they've had they've had a lot of experience 
even in that even even the ones that are the same age or younger than me a lot of them have had more experience in different kinds of music and uh just because you think that their music is one note maybe you're missing it maybe you just don't know enough about it i don't know anyway i'm not i didn't mean to cut you guys down i was just trying to uh just trying to advocate for getting out of your comfort zone and trying new things that's that's my favorite thing in the world trying new things um okay so the thing I want to talk about was a comment on the last video from our good friend Jonathan Carmona. He pointed out, okay, here's here's his little his his little tidbit of uh, information for your day. Okay, here's what he says: Milk is objectively healthy to drink for almost anyone if you want if you get it raw and organic and whole. Get that whole cow. The nutrition is in the natural fat. I personally thought I was lactose intolerant until I switched to organic milk. That simple change allowed me to go on enjoying milk. Well, that's good, man. That's good. You get to enjoy something that you love. I yeah I think that was the kind of point I was trying to make is like I hate it when people are just like you're not a baby cow what are you drinking baby what are you drinking baby cow milk and like the when it comes to like health I think the internet is the worst place to get like information on it because like you go back the last thirty years you know you can find a study for everything it's about like the I've talked about the eight cups of water being like that's how much water you drink it's like no that's how much water you need you get most of that in the food you eat unless you're living on chips you don't need eight glasses of water a day um but um yeah it's just like um when it comes to when it comes to milk part of part of me is just like it's 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 weird it's, right like when you take a step back from it it's weird that we like farm these animals in order to access the uh, the the foods they produce for their young, you know. Especially if you look at like animals, like even most cats in the wild are lactose intolerant because you don't produce you don't produce lactase. That's what it's called, right? Lactate, lactase, um, lactase, lactate, lactate. Is that what it is? Uh, lactate is an organic acid. Is a molecule formula. It is white in a solid state. It is miscible in water. When it's solid state, it's formed a colorless solution. Uh, is that? Is that my, am I thinking the wrong thing? Uh, anyway, whatever it is, it's a thing that you need to break down lactose in milk. Um, and the reason that a lot of people are lactose intolerant is not because something's wrong with them in fact that is like a normal way to be but at the same time like because like yeah most animals in the wild can't drink milk past their infancy because they can't break it down they don't have that it does it isn't producing them it's only produced in infants and you know young uh animals but like even like both house cats and humans have adapted and kind of adapt themselves in order to be able to drink milk. And whenever you have such an obscure adaptation, I can't help but wondering if maybe that's like, maybe that is like, there clearly was some benefit to milk, to being able to drink milk because we evolved to be able to do that. It's a mutation that allows us to be able to drink milk past, you know, the age of 12. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of, a majority of people have that, like all things considered, like sure, lactose intolerance is, you know, is, 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 uh, is at an all time high, but for, for like, we look back, there's, there's, uh, there's evidence of like Mesopotamians, one of the earliest recorded civilizations or not recorded, but you know, 
I guess sort of recorded because there are there is the uh, Mesopotamian um, book of myths that has the original version of Noah's Ark in it. Um, and yeah, the uh, that's the oldest, the oldest kind of known civilization. And there's evidence that they had you know, cattle for 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 milk. And so it's like we've been drinking it for so long. Apparently, I don't know whether it was because there was nutrients in it that we needed or if it's because when we were short on food, we were able to drink milk from cows that could eat grass, which we couldn't. So then we get you, you survive off the milk whenever there's shortage of food. That's that's like a that's a plausible theory. Um, and I'm I'm sure there have been people like kind of that have also like, you know, looked into this and I would be very curious to look it up. I should do that right now, but I'm not going to because I'm very lazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I mean, shucks, dude. At the end of the day, if you're able to drink milk and you enjoy it, good on you, man. Good on you. But I guess I guess my where I'm hesitant is uh, just that. Um, I don't know. Can, can we all agree that like the organic label is worth nothing? I mean, you, you look at the actual like what's required for the organic label and so much of it is just like um you know so much of it is just like does this actually affect the nutrients of this particular food because in my experience and i know i don't i i always say don't trust your personal experience too much because we as humans are biased but also recognizing that bias is the first step towards actually having valid information that's how science works so welcome to vinny's ted talk uh but like um I don't know. I uh, I feel like a lot of it is just like, in order to get this label, they go, they jump through all these hoops. But in the end, you just have more expensive food. So the only difference is that it it does it 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 tastes about the same, and it doesn't last as long because they're not allowed to use preservatives. And you know, at at the, at the end of the day, it's just like, well, maybe it's worth. There's there's something to be said about like. The uh the F the the um they'd be the FDA right Federal Department of Agriculture or is that somebody else anyway their job is to up to uphold the bare minimum and there's a lot of like there's there's a lot of um compromise that we have to make just look up in uh in uh, what was it in in that in in india there was that that place where they they decided they were going to go full-on organic and they didn't have enough they didn't have enough you know natural um fertilizer in order to grow the crops that they normally would and so they ended up you know getting their asses handed to them because they weren't ready to switch over to organic and the reason for that the reason organic farming doesn't take off even though everyone loves it, it's because it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable farming. And there are people who have argued, well, actually, you can do it like sustainable farming. You just If you just do this, if you do that, then you produce four times as much as, the, as of, a, of a harvest. And it's like, all right, man, do that then. Do that. Stop trying to change the rules. Stop trying to like talk people into you know adhering to your random label for organic. Just... Go do that. Show that it's possible and the market will follow. You know, if that if that happens, I'll be like, well, sustainable farming does work. I will gladly change my mind. But like until then, I just can't help thinking that the whole thing is just another marketing ploy to get consumers to spend more money 
on produce, which, you know, I'm just like, I go to the banana section of the store. Here we gotta go there, organic bananas. Oh, look, the organic bananas are all fucking green. What the hell? They just take all the green bananas? Oh, better make these organic, otherwise you won't be able to sell them. They're all they're all green and tiny. You look at the you look at the non-organic ones and it's like, huh, these are all yellow and bigger and they taste better. I guess GMO and shit works good. Oh my gosh. Bananas are weird because like we could just there's only like I think there's only like one or two. It might be just one. Maybe it's only a couple strains of bananas. I remember hearing about it at some point, reading about it a little bit. Not enough for it to really commit goodly well to my memory. But um, yeah, like we could do, we could lose bananas because like the the um hybrid that we have, you can't reproduce it with the seeds off the fruit. You gotta get it from the you gotta you gotta get it from the from the tree itself. So it's just like there's a limit to uh, limit to if this say in like there are like a certain um, certain uh, viruses that attack banana trees. So if there's one that attacks this certain specific kind of banana that uh, you know makes bananas for the whole world on these few farms, we're screwed. No more bananas. We could like just randomly, there could never be bananas again. Wouldn't that be crazy? One of the staples of like American food just gone. If you ever have free time, read up on the banana wars. I don't want to get into it now, but it's really interesting. Really, really interesting. I believe that's a Reagan era thingy. Uh, anyway, guys. Anyway, I am. Uh, yeah, that's mail time for you guys. If you got any comments, questions, concerns, things you want me to talk about. Or you got something to say on the you got something to plug into the aux cable, feel free to to email it to contact at vinnyhaunted.com. And um Yeah, I will uh freaking do that. Um yeah, contactvinnyhaunted.com is the email address or just leave in the comments. Either one I will check out because your boy is on top of his show. He knows how to run a show. I know how to run my ding dang show. Um, anyway, let's, let's move on to recommendations. Let's recommendations. Now that I have this, uh, now that I have this soundboard, I should really freaking learn how to use it. I can't hear it. Oh, I don't have it turned up. It's time for recommendations. 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 <laughs> recommendations. Anyway, isn't that cool, guys? We got a soundboard now. I'm like a real professional here. Okay, guys. So this week, I've got some recommendations that I've been saving in the pot because I forgot them, but I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget them today. First off is this uh, freaking movie from the 50s. It's called Ace in the Hole. Who directed it? Let me look it up. Ace in the Hole 1951 film. Damn, that's old. Um, And like... Who who did okay? Let's look up the information about it. This was directed by Billy Wilder. Um, it was unfortunately not a huge a, a huge um success at the box office, unfortunately, which doesn't really make sense because it was it's a really good film. It's a really well made film. Uh, like I wonder if I should just give like the Q's notes version of it, or if I should just I, I, I it's hard to explain why it's such a good film without giving away the whole plot but like 
it's essentially it explores the concept of um journalism as entertainment and uh the, the lead character he should have fucking won an oscar for this performance because it's so good so good who was the who's the lead starring kirk douglas yeah i think he's been in some other stuff hasn't he let's look him up what's he what else has he done Douglas, he's been in Spartacus, Pass of Glory, The Vikings, Lost for Life, um, The War Wagon, The Final Countdown, Gunfight at the OK Corral. Uh, so he's been in a lot of old ones. Um, but yeah, he's like he's a he's a good lead. He's a good lead character. Like it's it's he does such a good job of the role, and his performance is just really good when he's talking to like the younger character. Which is um, essentially like his protege, um, and he's like saying, "Well, what if there were like, what if there were like, you know, a thousand people trapped in the mine?" And he's just like, oh, "Public can't relate to a thousand people. If you say a thousand people are trapped in a cave, that's a tragedy. But if you, uh, people can't relate to it though. But if you, if one person, the public can relate to it. It's so, it's so freaking, it's such a well written and well produced film." And like, if it came out nowadays, it'd just be like a pretentious garbage film. But with it being a 1950, a legitimate 1950 film, it's just, it's really good. It's really good. Oh my God. Kirk Douglas died in 2020. That's not that long ago. February 5th. Well, he probably didn't die of COVID. So, hey, <laughs> he was, he was a smart guy, you know, he, he decided to peace out. <laughs> right before right before quarantine he was just like fuck that shit i'm out boy uh yeah anyway that's it was a really well done film i it was it was it was just like but like if you enjoy watching films because you love people that are good characters uh don't show up here because this is a tragedy for people who like good characters. Because the only objectively good person. Uh, let me just say. There aren't very many of them. But the one or two they have. Uh, not too good of a not too good of an outcome. Especially for the one guy. I don't think he's okay. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Next recommendation. Is this another album I discovered. Thanks to my friend Cyanice. Wonderful boy. Check him out on Twitch if you want. He's uh, He's been working real. He's been working real hard. Trying to get back into streaming. Because uh, he's been having some. He's been having some life troubles. Um, Yeah. Um, What was I thinking about? Oh. I was looking at my notes so I could find it. Okay. So this, this album is called Eternal Nightcap. It's by the Whitlam's. Wait, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. Let me just... Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I wrote it down, what I wanted to recommend. But there was this other album I discovered the other day. I'll recommend it next week. I'll recommend it next week. This artist, Jeremy Zucker. I started listening to some of his music. So I was going to recommend them. But uh, yeah. Actually, what I was actually going to recommend this week, what I had written down from a few weeks ago that I forgot to recommend on the show. Okay. My brain's back in order now. We're back on track. Okay, this is Eternal Nightcap by the Whitlams. They were a Australian uh, band. This album, I believe, came out in 1991, um, and it's just it's a really it's a really good uh, combination of just like 90s, uh, what would you call? I guess 90s rock, um, combined with like it's a, a lot of the piano parts feel really old timey, 
we were talking about old old styles of music. Uh, yeah, I, I really love these bands that like you can tell were influenced a lot. That's what I love about the New Radicals is that it sounds like an album that would come out in like 73 or something, but it came out in the 90s. Such a good album. Such a good album. Um, yeah, so yeah, the uh, Eternal Nightcap by the Whitlams, great, great album. I really enjoy it. I like it. It's really good. Check it out, why don't you? Um, and yeah, last but not least, this is a heavy show. It's a podcast by, um, what's that guy's name? I'm going to have to look it up because I, I need to remember the guy's name because he's, okay, Robert Evans. His work is incredible. He, uh, he, he, he specializes in the far right. So he literally like keeps an eye on these, like, you know, these, <clears throat> these private militias, these people who are, you know, uh, getting together, um, and, uh, deciding to, uh, deciding to get ready to shoot people that they don't, uh, they don't like. <laughs> we'll get rid of liberals once they're all dead. Um, um, yeah. So essentially, essentially this show, Assault on America, is a new podcast from iHeart. And I know iHeartRadio, I still complain about because they have way too many ads in there. But this is, I believe, is a six-part uh, kind of podcast, documentary-styled podcast. Um, and if you're, if you're one of these folks who don't really care, like, oh, I get it. A bunch of rednecks stormed the Capitol, but only two people died. So, like, all things considered, it could have been worse. <coughs> um, I think this I think this podcast is worth a listen through. It's not super long. Um, I, I just, I, again, there is some argument to be had because this was not a super well-organized attack, right? There were a lot of private militia people there, but, like, the kingpin, like, the kingpin of a couple of these, like, you know, groups just weren't there just didn't show up they were just there on the on the audio chat like good luck in there guys wow have fun um and then they have they've received zero charges <laughs> one guy was even like referred they decided like oh that guy's a government informant because he didn't show up to the capital riots and he didn't get arrested even though people in his organization did um and i can't believe people think like why are they wasting money tracking down these people it's like i don't know dude <laughs> Uh, maybe because maybe because uh, you need to actually pay attention to these kind of uh, these kind of these kind of actions because like sure sure maybe it was maybe it was nothing this time and maybe it is nothing but the, after listening through this it's just like no this this has been stirring up for a long time and it's not going to be the last thing we see uh, you know I don't know whether it was an attack or an insurrection or just a really a really really dumb mob but like I don't. I don't freaking get these people, right? Just heading in there like they. I get you're all anti-mask, but you're you're committing a crime, and it's like they didn't even know that. How can you? How can you just? How can you run over a police uh, <laughs> a police gate while uh, holding blue lives matter flags and beating the police with it? Heading to the Capitol and be like. Huh, I can't believe we're getting arrested a few weeks later. I don't understand it. It's almost like we posted ourselves on Instagram. Oh, man. But yeah, it's a really interesting listen. I definitely recommend it. And I get it if you think that it that's 
not for you. But I think even if I, even if you don't take this whole insurrection seriously, I still think it's worth a listen because, uh, yeah, it's um, freaking, it's freaking, it's freaking, it's 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 worth it's worth it's worth listening to is what I'm saying. Anyway, anyway, I'm I'm gonna move on because at this point I've either convinced you or I haven't. Um, let's uh, is that it? We did recommendations. We did mail time. I think that's pretty much it, guys. So anyway, I think that's it for this podcast episode. Thank you as always for joining me. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I apologize. Way to end the episode, Vinny. Um, yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in again this week, guys. We've got what do we got? One more episode for January. Oh, geez, I'm Christmas. Oh, gosh, dang it. I'm going to have to end this episode because, gosh, dang it, this is killing me. Uh, we are doing good on, like, on like goals for this year so far. I feel like we're really progressing. This episode felt better. I don't know, guys. It felt better. I felt like my head was more here. And I've had, like, nothing for sleep this week. You know, see, this is what alcohol does to you. It, uh, it wakes you up to being a better freaking person. Or at least a better podcaster. Anyway, thank you as always, guys, for joining in. This has been episode 37. 37 episodes! So, so, so much fun. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, Yeah, we're almost at episode 40. I gotta start having some guests on, guys. Gotta start having some guests on, because this is getting ridiculous. We haven't had any guests on. What's going on? What's going on? Um. Anyway. <clears throat> Focus, Vinny. Focus. Focus. All right. That's it for me, guys. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. I love you. Love yourselves. And have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week. And I'll see you back for another Friday. Um...